Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today I am talking about the thought algorithm. And this is something that I'm becoming increasingly aware of in terms of how we work as human beings. Thought is creating every single moment of our experience. And what I am seeing is that lots of people understand that. Um, Lots of coaches understand that. Lots of self-help gurus understand that, 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 that thought plays a massive part in in our life, in how we see life, in what we experience, in how we feel about things. It's thought that is creating all of that. Now, in that regard, myself and other coaches, um, other coaches are available, um, look at this in a very similar way. Thought's a big part of it. And I guess that's where um, a lot of coaches might call that mindset. They might say, it's your mindset that that creates your life. Um, and I'm not such a fan of that particular word, but it is, it's thought. Thought creates our experience. Now, where, where we might um, look to um, deal with that, I guess, if we're looking at all sorts of different kinds of self-help and coaches, coaching and things like that, is that we will look to, to change it in some way, to um use affirmations or gratitude journal or other kinds of practices like that to get rid of the thoughts that we don't want to have and i was having um a conversation with somebody yesterday around this um around thoughts about particular things that we don't want to have and and this is how i see that it works really. It works just like that algorithm on social media. So if I, I noticed this during lockdown in particular, that if you liked a lot of posts that were um, fearful about the virus, for example, then you, you will be shown more of that same thing. You'll be shown more of those same um, kinds of well, that same kind of content, really, um, especially if you like it and comment on it, which is such a beautiful metaphor <laughs> of what I'm talking about here. Um, and so Facebook goes or LinkedIn goes or whoever goes, right, going to show you more of this content now, more of this content, more of this content. And you you see more and more of the same. And and where I've seen it twice in my own life was, um, and this is not a political broadcast at all, but um, there was a particular election where... Um, my cousin was um, not particularly in favour of the president who, um, there were two people standing, one of them was Donald Trump, and she wasn't a big fan, but she said, oh, he's never going to get in, 
I look at my Facebook and it's all the same, all people saying, no, all anti-Trump people. Um, and of course he was elected because her, her algorithm on Facebook had created, um, had curated this beautiful um, bubble almost of the same thing. Um, and I saw it too when we were um, voting about Brexit. Um, I thought it was going to go a certain way or I wanted it to go a certain way. And I saw on my feed, oh, all the, pe all the people are going to vote the same way as me. Um, but they clearly didn't. <laughs> you don't need to know what my political views are, but I'm sure you've worked them out. Um, but, but on that particular, I was like, I was absolutely flabbergasted the next day. So how does this relate to our thinking? Well, I think it's to do with attention or awareness or, um, yeah, energy almost, where what I used to do was, I guess, or and I guess a lot of us have done this, is when we've got a certain type of thinking we don't want to have, we focus quite heavily on that type of thinking and we try to get rid of it um, by doing things. Um, by, you know, by those tools and techniques I've already mentioned, things like uh, affirming them out, gratitude journals or other kinds of ways in which we um, look to get rid of thinking. The issue is that that focuses a lot of attention and therefore a lot of energy and awareness onto that particular kind of thinking. And then what tends to happen is it shows up more. If we say, I don't like this kind of thinking, I don't want to have this kind of thinking, I wish it would go away, what we're actually doing is focusing more attention on that kind of thinking. And what happens then is we, we tend to get more of it. And, and at the other little metaphor, which I'll slip in, because I love to use more than one metaphor in a conversation, um, is, is it's a bit like toddler taming. You know, you go to the supermarket and you say to your toddler, no chocolate, and your toddler throws themselves on the floor and demands and screams and shouts. Well, if you keep, if you kept giving them chocolate every time they screamed and shouted, well, they would just scream and shout every time they got to the supermarket to get the chocolate. If you don't do that, they tend to stop asking after a little while. Our thinking responds to attention like it, I'm giving it its own little personality. Your thinking is not a toddler <laughs> and it's not an actual algorithm, but it works in a very similar way. When we are focusing on trying to change it, we're focusing on it. You can't, if you, you've got a thought, this is the thought you don't want to have and you're doing all these things to get rid of it, what you're doing is you're kind of surrounding it in energy. And, and then, oh, there's another thought the same and another one the same and another one the same. More turn up in the same way that that algorithm works um, when we are um, looking at social media and liking things and commenting on things. We just get more of the same thing, more and more of it. So what's the alternative? You might be thinking, well, what's the alternative? I don't want to have these happy, these horrible thoughts. It, it's the alternative is not a doing because I'm not going to tell you what to do. I don't do that because I'm a coach. Coaches don't tell you what to do. If you're working with a coach who's telling you what to do, watch out. <laughs> um, you're being mentored, not coached. But I can tell you how it works. Like this description this morning is to tell you how it works. This is how it works. This is how your experience is created. This is how thought works. So when you understand that, 
it makes more sense to just let them go and less sense to hang on to them. Now, how you let go of thoughts is up to you. But when you know that thought in its essence has this capacity to scroll through, to pass by, like if you're scrolling through your timeline on social media and you see a post you, you don't want to see, you, do, you stop liking those certain kinds of posts, you won't be shown any more of them. And your thinking works in a very similar way. Thought has a, an ability to pass on its own. And I know you've seen that. I know you've seen that ability to pass, for it to pass. You've seen that it can, it can pass by if you leave it. Even if you've only seen that in passing, like, you know, you're really thinking about something and then something else happens, something quite distracting happens and you, you focus on that other thing and then the thing you were caught up in, it's just gone, hasn't it? It's just gone because thinking has this ability to do that. And I guess that's, that's where I part ways with other coaches is other coaches might say, well, do something about it. And I'm saying, don't do anything about it. Understand it better understand that it has this ability to pass, that it, it can just go, it can leave without you doing anything at all. And when you understand that, it makes less and less sense to try to change it because you start to see that maybe trying to change it is actually making it worse. It's making it hang around more, more than it ever would do if, um, if you didn't, didn't kind of try to change it. So hopefully that's been a little bit helpful this morning. Um, I think what I'm, well, what I am pointing to always is that when we understand how we work psychologically, different things occur to do than when we don't understand. If we think we can control our thinking, then we're going to spend a lot of time doing that. But your thinking is not yours to control. It's something that's passing through you. And the less attention you give it, the more likely it is to just pass on by without you needing to do anything at all about it. So take care and um, notice that in your day today. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now, but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.